Hello and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review. Uh, this review is a podcast that reviews the Joe Rogan Experience podcast and the best of for the week. Um, why do I do this uh, is a question that, that sometimes I get. And uh, it's simply because I wanted to do a podcast. And when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about, someone suggested what talk about something that you do a lot of because then you'll know a lot about it well there are things that i do plenty of but i couldn't really figure out how to talk about it and then i also listen to a lot of the joe rogan experience i listen to every single one and sometimes it could be as much as 15 hours a week uh, of listening to his podcast sometimes longer always interesting always fascinating and i thought what a good idea to talk about the best parts of it for a couple of reasons. One, it makes me more engaged when I'm listening to the podcast. So I learn more about it. I even take some notes because obviously I'm going to talk about it like I am today. And also the next important thing is that he's very inspiring. And it's not just like watching the late show or the tonight show. It's something more than that. You learn, you get inspired. It's helping people kind of orient their lives people that maybe don't have a lot of direction and that's why often when i have guests on this is what we talk about they're fans of rogan and they've been inspired by him and i think that message needs to get out there so this is why i do it this is it but no affiliation to joe rogan at all it's just a podcast that talks about uh the good parts of his show um this week was a great one uh, really fascinating podcast 1191 Peter Boghossian and James Lindsay um, if you haven't heard this podcast yet you have to it's probably my favorite one of the year these guys were also really funny super interesting really funny smart massively impressed and what they got up to is truly hilarious and we'll get into that in a second um so peter is a, a philosophy professor and james is a mathematician and what they did is they came together and wrote uh academic papers that were all bullshit and what they were trying to do is expose the ridiculousness of like gender studies classes and all these types of weird degrees that are popping up that they feel are not only useless but are hurtful and um it really should be hard to write academic papers, but they wrote 20 in 10 months and got four of them published and probably got close to publishing a lot of them, which is really astounding. Uh, they even got awards for publishing some of them. And again, they were all, they, they eventually got busted. Um, but one of the ones that they talk about was uh, rape culture in dog parks, right? Which is, hilarious so the paper discusses when dogs go around humping each other it's because of you know it like directly relates to rape culture in society and what they're trying to point out is the people that are publishing these um papers in the humanities are so desperate to continue the narrative of like men are bad white people are bad all they do is oppress everyone um they 
they will almost support any dialogue that's connected to that. And not to say that there isn't some validity in it, of course, but it's getting to like extreme levels. So they wanted to kind of point it out. They also talk about how these people in academia see even South Park as racist. You know, when South Park has really been a, a voice of freedom for a lot of reasons, and it's and it's been, it, they've pushed the envelope, they've said crazy things, but, you know, they're exposing the ridiculousness and the hatred and all the rest of it. So to turn around and say that they are and to say The Simpsons is, I, it's, <clears throat> well, it's quite frankly crazy. Um, they wrote another paper about things up the butt, and if more men put things up their butt, they wouldn't be so, uh, like, transgender phobic, which I thought was, <clears throat> excuse me, a very funny idea. Um, and, you know, again, getting back to, like, the South Park racism thing, Joe is talking, and he says people accuse him of being alt-right, which is nuts, because in a lot of ways, he's, he has a lot of very liberal ideas. You know, universal basic income... Uh, medical for everyone. I mean, he's pro-weed. Uh, he's not homophobic. He thinks you should be able to have abortions if you want. Um, yeah. It, so it's just kind of crazy that these organizations are just throwing out so much hate speech in every direction, yet they're doing it under the guise of accusing everyone else of throwing out hate speech, which is... It's troubling times. Um... So, yeah, that's difficult. One of the teachers also, while he was teaching, got in trouble for saying he wouldn't date somebody over 400 pounds. But he was giving an example. He wasn't saying that he actually wouldn't date a fat person. He was just saying that, um, I can't remember the exact context, but he was just saying within the university, um, uh, the university life now, even as a philosophy professor, he can't throw out examples of things that could trigger some people, right? So it's very difficult to, um, you know, really be a professor these days, uh, which is why these guys are kind of moving away from it. Um, it's, yeah, it's it's a tough time in academia, for sure. And, and Brett Weinstein kind of said it best. It's like academic money laundering is what they are doing with these papers, so uh, they're making money, they're creating these jobs and these bogus degrees in a sense, and professors with tenure that teach them, but it's not real education at all. You're not learning, and it's causing real problems, which uh, I found, you know, pretty fascinating. Um, then they talk about all the different types of privilege. Like if you take someone like Joe, he has health privilege, he has wealth privilege, uh, bulk privilege, because he's a big guy. And what they were trying to say with that is it for anyone to say anything, to have an opinion on something that people wouldn't like, it's very easy to just then pick that person apart and say why they only think that way because of all the different privileges they have. Which is nuts, because it means that you can't really ever have an opinion of any kind. Um, yeah, I mean, that's obviously nuts. Uh, this podcast all around was very funny, though. Uh, these guys are hilarious. They cracked a lot of jokes. And they were very relaxed. 
they had such a good sense of humor and it was really fun back and forth uh which was nice because you got to, obviously they like mischief right they wouldn't have done this if they weren't into it but i mean for them to be as interesting as they are they definitely should have a podcast they should start making one and really that's you know if they want to move away from academia i think they should go into podcasts and make money that way you know or write books or go on speaking tours i think a speaking tour would be you know a jordan peterson style thing uh where they can make some really good money um so they they also talk about like how you can't generalize uh with these opinions and um it's competitive victimhood is how they describe this and the problem with the way that uh, this whole movement is working is it's going to kill itself, right? So even though the universities are kind of out of control, and but people are starting to see this now. They're starting to like point it out and say, hey, this is all nuts. Um, you know, what's going on? And eventually it's, it's just going to like wear itself out and disappear. Um, what really should be done is you should always hear the best case made from the other side of an argument that you oppose. So if you don't like an argument or, or an opinion, always try and find the best opposing argument for what you think. And if you can't break that down, then maybe consider changing your mind. It'll make you better at understanding where you're coming from, which is completely not what these academic people making these papers are doing. Um, you know, when it was pointed out that these papers were bogus, even though they had won awards, nobody turned around to the system and said, hey, we need to reevaluate these papers. We need to make sure that we're, we're doing this right. And, and how did these people get in and make this like this? You know, how did they make us look stupid? Um, and really, that was the point that Joe was making. Wouldn't it be good if they could say, thank you for exposing this weakness? You know, but the problem with that is they'd have to step so outside of their comfort zones, it would be almost impossible. I mean, really, it, these people are so held on to their ego that they're just not going to be able to step away and do that. So it's just another part of kind of um, exposing this issue. They kind of end up talking about gender pronouns and all the different versions of that. And uh, really, Joe also just points out that it's people that aren't special that want to be special, but they're just not good at things. And I found that fascinating. I found like that's a really cool way of wrapping it up. Um, maybe that's what that is with that whole silly movement. But uh, anyway, check out this podcast. I really enjoyed it. Peter and James, uh, podcast 1191. Uh, brilliant guys. I can't wait to hear more about them. And uh, thanks for tuning in. And there will be more shortly. Cheers.